on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, for lifelong Saints fans, talking everything Southampton. Welcome to the Saints Prime Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Saints Prime Podcast. So what we're talking about today, we have the result on the weekend against Leicester and also we've got a midweek game against Shrewsbury oh. to come up as well. So mid-week have I missed game. anything, Harry? Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, we'll go with that. Harry, can you tell us, is there anything I've missed? We've got anything else come up in the episode? I think you're pretty spot on. I think Leicester is the main talking point because, you know, I'm, I'm going to jinx now, but we should get past Shrewsbury, whoever plays. So we'll oh, talk about that. We'll talk about that at the end. That's not good. We'll talk about you know, team selection and all that. But we've got Leicester City to talk about. The 2-0 loss. Just who's going to open up the floor first, talking about the game, the, floor. the squad selection and all that. Who's going to do that? I um. don't think it was that bad. I thought the performance... Um. Uh, up until probably about 55, 60 minutes was pretty good. I think Leicester only had one real chance in that first half, and that was Madison who smashed it past McCarthy. Uh, and I think up until about 60 minutes, which in turn is when Will Smallbone left the field of play, um, I thought I we just lost it a little bit, and we didn't quite... Um, it didn't quite click the same way. Of course, Walcott had to go out wide. We had Indaloo and uh, Adams up top. There wasn't that fluidity that it felt like in the um, in the first half. And I and then obviously second goal came because we went for it. And then it was just a sloppy, tired pass. Uh, went straight to Leicester. Went straight to Tielemans, and it was a great ball through. And Harvey Barnes was composed as uh, mm. composed as always. So yeah, overall, I don't think it was. Too bad of a performance, just two two mistakes that have led to two goals there. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't know, I thought it wasn't easy watching, because in the first half it was good, it was a brilliant game, if you're a neutral you would be loving it, but as a Saints fan it was pretty end-to-end, which was, I mean it was a good watch, but it was obviously a team that had been stretched far enough already, and kind of Leicester on the other side of injuries where they had the fortune of bringing people back in so Soyuncu came in I know they were talking about Pereira a lot but they're in the fortunate positions where their injured players were coming back where we were very much the other side so you can't you just have to look at the substitutions I've never felt less confident about us getting back into a game when we had <laughs> Shane Long and Dan Lundalu up front I'm not being harsh but I'm just being I mean that is our fourth and fifth choice striker partnership you've got to mm. think Che Adams Ings Teller probably has been favoured in front of Shane Long before in substitutions then we got Daniel and Delune Long. So fourth and fifth choice striker partnership probably was asking a little bit much to try and get back into the game. And like Mikey said, you know, positions all over the place. I mean, we just didn't have a not only the core to our team, but we didn't actually have a real identity in the players that were they're playing at the moment. So I before the game I wasn't really expecting much out of it. And during the game I I wasn't I don't know, I, I agree with Mikey that the first half we did play well, but they did have a lot of chance. I am surprised it took until the the ninety something minute to get that second goal. Jamie Vardy had seven shots and Oof, didn't end up scoring. Perez had one that could have been squared. There was no plenty of headers they had that went over. Um, you could you could argue that Armstrong's uh, uh, hit off the crossbar could have been one for us. But I think if we're talking about chances, they had plenty more in the second half. And uh, yeah, I just. I think we're just there, Lister, a bit too much for us. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think I don't have any complaint. I think Leicester were fair enough to win. Like at the start of the game, I was hoping for a great performance, and that was about it, just because of the the lack of players that we do have. And it's the sort of question that I I think we I dropped in the group chat last night, and we had a couple of discussions about it. But is it down to squad depth, or is it just an injury crisis that just hit us at the wrong time, or is it a mix of both? Well, I think you look at you look at the players that are currently at the moment. So you got Ings is out. Adams has been out for the last couple of weeks. He's come back today. Um, you've then got Romeo's out. Uh, Vestergaard's not in. Bertrand's going to be suspended for the next one. Mm. And when you take that core out, and then you've got Redmond and Gineppo as well, are both out too. So when you take that many players out of our first team, because you've got to think most of these players were starting for us. Um, and when you take them out, of course it's not going to be the same. Like Diallo's three games into English football, this is his second, third 90 minutes. Yeah, third 90 minutes that he's done. Yeah. Uh, Small bonus, his first start of the season, I think. Um, Stevens, we know he's he's always he's like the new Yoshida in the fact that he will make <laughs> it a game, and it's whether we get punished for it or not. Um, and yeah, the the bench when. <laughs> It is that thing. Valerie again did all right when he came on, but when you bring him right back on at right mids, it's that's the depth that we've got to. And I think Leicester are quite a good model to try and build after like, us to look at because, I mean, of course, we haven't won a Premier League and we haven't competed in European football, so that's going to be tough because we won't have the money. Yet. But if you look at the players that they've brought in not too much and they've added quality to that side the players that were in their first team became the backups and they now have a solid rotation mm. um, like you look at players like Ndidi Tielemans those sort of players they've grown into a really solid midfield they bought Soyuncu off the bench that's the depth that they've got at centre half so if we can look in that direction while still trying to bring the youth through then that's going to happen because I think Underloo was probably our second most experienced player off the bench um, or outfield player because I know Forster's obviously um, Forster's still on there but yeah second most outfield play- experienced player on that mm-hmm. bench was which is yeah but do you think Not- like, my, my, like, my original question is do you think that is lack of squad depth? Because on a different day, when everyone, when everyone is fit, we've got a great starting eleven, and we've got four, five, six experienced substitutes that will be able to make a difference. But when we have that many players out injured, it's one of the one of the cases we can't really do anything. You know, small bone with his first start at Leicester, you know, one of more, the most difficult places to go. Um, yeah, is is it squad lack of squad depth? Do we need to invest more? Is it just unlucky that it happens when it did? That like sort of everyone just got injured at the same time or got COVID, or is it that 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 lack of squad depth? It it doesn't seem to be like they seem to be small, long lasting, don't they? Mm. Over like a big impact, and then they're out for a while. It seems like Redmond, especially Gineppo, they've both got quite niggly injuries that they just can't shake. I think. Down, mm. if you go down to the wire, if everyone's fit, our first team's strong, we've got good options off the bench. I think that's that's the point we've got that we do have. You know, Jack Stevens as a backup isn't a bad thing. Um, having small bone as a backup, having Gineppo to bring off the bench if Redmond's fit, uh, having like a Walcott maybe if he's not starting off the bench, they're all very good options, including like Long and Deleuze, Valerie, players like that. That's a good bench, but. It is when you see, I think it was 
the first time two players had travelled with the uh, with the squad and Celeb Watson. To, mm. I don't want to try Alan. <laughs> yeah, shall we call him Alan? <laughs> to, 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 is it to Chaffalat? Should we call him yeah. to Chaffalat? Yeah. First time them two have travelled with the squad, and it's like that's you're going to a team that's competing to get into the top four this season. With that, you are going to struggle. I do think is. We have invested well in the players that we've got, but I think that there's a bit of both where we do have a strong squad, but there could be more of a squad depth there. But I think it is about giving the academy players that time to become that squad depth. Would you, would you consider recalling certain players? Because the, the thing is, if we keep getting a winger crisis, we've got two out alone, mm. Josh Sims and Elia Noose. I don't know what their contract situation is. I think Josh Sims we can recall because there was murmurings that he might go out alone to QPR. The Elia Noose one, I've got no idea, but they're not going to win the SPFL this season. If, if they do, it's a massive possible job from Rangers. So the chance of him getting silverware is unlikely. Would you consider bringing someone like that back? Because looking at our squads, I like Theo, but he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't come in to be a starter and now he's seemingly starting every game. So would you, if the possibility was there, would you have a look at the players that we've loaned out and go, right, if they've been a success, which Justin has, even though he's in League One, would you think, do you know what, we'll give these boys one last chance in the time, not a, not of a time of desperate needs because we're still doing very well, but a time where we, we might need them. I'm not really a fan of Scottish football, so I'm not really sure how Celtic play. But um, I, I'd like to give. I wanted to give LOC a chance this season, but however, we didn't have much of a pre-season. I think it didn't really give him a chance to show Ralph what he's about. I, I think hence why I went back to Celtic because it's somewhere where he's familiar with. But I think I genuinely think that we may have to do that if, if it, like, say Valerie, if one more gets injured like Valerie, then we are in big trouble, to be honest. But I don't know how much the contract clauses of pulling the player back. Mikey, you're a big FM fan. Do you know how much that is? <laughs> no. I don't think it's an option, is it? I mean, Ralph, Ralph mm. has been like, openly questioning in the press conferences. If we had Mikey's old feature of the press conferences and roundup, we may have known that. But um, Ooh, so... no, <laughs> well, no signals. No, it's a PG podcast, even though no one can see it. It's um, an audio but... podcast, so, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, I think they can work out what fingers you're holding up. Um, but no, it, Ralph has been openly asked: Is there going to be any incomings on players? And he basically said it doesn't look like it with the current opportunities. So I don't know whether that would fall under the bracket of recalling old players, but I, I don't know whether it's the, like, I, I can't, can you remember the last time we recalled a player from loan in the January transfer window? Well, no I don't know whether it's Josh just... Sims, so, when he was on loan at Reading, I'm pretty sure that was just because he wasn't getting enough game time. I'm pretty Tyler sure he yeah. I don't in America. Then he just fill it because their season's different to ours. I think he yeah. just finished. Finishes, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, now, he's, now he's gone to Gillingham and I think yeah. he's going permanently. Yeah. I, I just don't so think scary. it's something we have in our yeah. in our contracts. So I think it probably would have been something at least murmured about now. But I, don't, I just don't, I don't think we've got it. So I don't know whether we will be able to do it. I think it's just the stretch of this this season and with Christmas time, it's already it's always like already busy. And now we've got rescheduling as well, which just makes it you know like three games in a week is just ridiculous for a side and I know we said about um, three subs, five subs and it will be unfair because the top six will have um, you know their squad depth will just be even more superior but I just don't know I don't know how you combat it because you know players are just 
becoming injured left, right, and centre, like Mikey said, because they're it's not big ones. It's not like uh, ACLs things. It's just things that are going to be niggled from the amount of time they're playing and training and everything like that. So I don't so know. Do, I don't do know what the solution be- is. To be honest. Do you think it's because of the system? It's not something we're going to change, and it's not something I want us mm. to change because it's so successful. But do you think we're having quite a few muscle injuries just due to the fact of the system that we're playing demands a lot on their muscles, um, especially when you sort of have almost back-to-back because, seasons? I mean, Mikey, if you'd listened to the old podcast and the running from last season, Mikey was praising our medical staff and saying it was one of the best mm. in the league about how well we've done bringing these players back from injury. So, you know, it's got to work one or the other way. They their personnel hasn't changed or anything, has it? It might just be that I, I yeah, I, I, I think it is more to do with um, the the scheduling and things like that because I don't know. Do you do you change the style because of the scheduling? Because I don't know. It was pretty hectic on the end running from last season, but it, it just keeps building up, doesn't it? Not only do you have a small preseason, you now got then uh, what's the word? A more concise fixture list, and then Christmas fixtures, and now scheduling due to. Uh, cancellations it's just i think it's just condensing this fixture list even more and more and more until it's you know it's going to get to a point where it's not physically possible for people to play four games in a week you know there was discussions of a, a triple game week which is you know can players even do that can they do four games in a week i, I don't know whether it's it's actually possible for them to do that I think the differences between last season and this season is that in in that nine game stretch you had basically a full squad to do. So you could have the rotation that you needed. I know Ralph didn't do a lot of it, but you could have the rotation. And the way that we kept players fit, like Danny Ings would be rested and players would come in to come and protect him. So he wouldn't be playing those games. Problem is now we've got so many injuries, we don't have the opportunity to actually like rotate the side. Like we don't, it's, I don't know if it's Ralph not trust. Well, of course he probably doesn't trust the youth players because you think they've pro- they've learned this. They've been learning the system a lot less longer than the first team has. They've had a lot less first team experience than a lot of the first team, and that's why he's calling on like a Valerie to come on at right mid instead of like a Will Ferry, because Will Ferry has, still hasn't made his debut, and there's no chance he's probably going to be changing that game if he comes on. So that's why he's still trusting with the players that he knows can do it. And I think it'll be interesting to see, especially Tuesday night, whether some of these youngsters do get their first sort of run out for the team. Because in all fairness, I know everyone wants a cup run and everyone likes an FA Cup run. And there's probably a slight chance of us actually winning it this year, be it with an outside chance. Like For Ralph, it's another fixture that he probably doesn't need. So I wouldn't be surprised to see us put out a fully rotated side and just let our squad have a rest because we've come off of really busy December, busy January, and it's going to be so uncertain in the coming weeks with these COVID outbreaks that are happening at, at teams around in the Premier League. It's going to be uncertain whether you're going to get a game. You've had Scott Parker complaining about um, having the game scheduled two days away, and that just yeah. completely ruins your little microcycle that you do in training. So... It, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if we're happy to uh, let let that cut fixture go because then that uh, means that we won't be playing on the weekend either. Like we yeah. won't be playing against Arsenal, so that's just that's a week a for us to try and. Re- yes. You know the uh, horribly named Papa John's Trophy. Yeah. Yes. 
can can you are you able to explain to me uh, like because I don't under twenty three teams of Premier League teams now compete in that competition. What's the what yes. happens with that? Just because I'm thinking. So you have it, a it, you, you have a group stage that you get drawn into. I think right. every group stage will have a Category One academy in it. Um, so we're mm-hmm. one of them. The likes of United City, they will get their academies in it. And then you yeah. will play the first. You your under twenty three team will play against the first team. It's basically trying to get these academy players first team experience without actually yeah, having yeah. to play them in the first team. Oh. And uh, we're Sorry, out. I believe. Sense, yeah. I believe we went out in the first. <laughs> what, first what my, one more point was. Yeah, I was gonna. What I was gonna lead on from that was basically, if they see a Premier League under twenty three team as a fair competition to a possible League One, League Two, or whatever team, does that mean we could probably play our under 23s team with a couple of first team players? I mean, you could give Forster a game, um, you know, maybe give Shane Long a run out or something like that as well. Surely that would be a kind of an even matched game against Shrewsbury, do you know what I mean? Like, that's not digging Shane Long. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, if, if the, if the, like the people making. <laughs> If the people making that uh, competition think that's a fair, uh, what would you call it, a fair competition in like between those two teams, does that mean we can just play like our, our under twenty threes and it would be a, a competitive game? Is that something that Ralph could do? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I think he probably would end up playing his under twenty threes like that. That makes sense to me in my head because the amount of injuries we've got, there's no point in risking Ings or risking like players yeah. like that in that game. Have them on the bench, have them ready, just in case yeah. we do need them. But my my question uh, about that is as, as well. Where was better to play the whole under twenty threes who know each other and play with each other week in, week out, or do you split half and half, put some players that are more professional, had more first team experience with people that haven't, or do you put them more of the under twenty threes together that they've they've played together? How how do you do it? I think I think Ralph, even though the uh, the schedule is compact and everything, I still think that he will feel that this is our best chance of doing something successfully this season. And I even think with our under twenty three teams, Chuck Jack Stevens in there, Chuck uh, Forster in there, put Ings on for the last thirty minutes because you don't want a player to go three weeks without playing a game of football. I think we'll still have enough experience. So War Prowse will definitely play because he plays every single minute of every single game. I'm not saying that we'd win anyway, just use the fact that. We are playing against everyone that got released from Bournemouth at the end of last season. You know, Charlie Daniels plays for them. I think someone else plays for them as well. But I think we have enough quality, even with like four or five maybe first teamers, because then we've got another FA Cup game on Saturday where we can play our proper side. And I think it is a team that we we can beat. Like, you know, we, we made ten changes last year for when we played Huddersfield, and it was quite a simple two 0 victory. We're in a bit of a different scenario now because of the injury hit team, but I still think you know we we've done enough. It's it's a very hard balance to have between having a player play too much football and have a player play not enough football because every mm. player is different. So you look like someone like Prousey, it doesn't make sense on like a biological level of him not picking up an injury because he's played so much football, but he's used to that. So his body's adapted to that. While you you look at like someone like Will Smallbone, he came in with his first first uh, game. He probably should have had fresh legs, probably lasted the full 90 minutes, but he picked up two injuries. He got two knocks and then he was forced off the pitch. 
because his body wasn't used to those impacts at that point, or at least the impact that he got. It did look nasty. His knee mm. did jolt on the inside quite oh. quite hard. It was not a nice yeah. challenge. Um, but I think I think he'll be fine for Shrewsbury. In all fairness, I can see Smallbone playing. It, it'll be a good chance for him as well. Um, okay. Well, can I can I ask a question? Do we want to revive our old uh, feature, which we used to have on FA Cup games, which was that's, the, that's what that's what I want to do. I think that's yeah. I'll do that. I'll put um, a line in what the is page. the feature? Do you want to tell me what it is? Because I've forgotten. Oh, I forgot. It's the thing that you nearly burned, it. Jamie. It's the, oh, um, yeah. the, the We are going to make our predictions. Yeah, we're going to make our predictions okay. for the Shrewsbury game. Can I ask and, um, a question? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's what What's we're going Hilarious, Harry. Um, <laughs> he actually broke his microphone is, laughing too much. When is Salusi back fit? He's, so he's injured. Uh, he's know. always injured. We don't know when Salusi is back fit. We I'm don't gonna... even know if he's real. Okay, I'm we have never seen him before. <laughs> actually, if you're interested, he did injured. a he did an interview with Utilita Football in which he did his uh, he did a little interview and a uh, who would be in his dream five side. It was some. Uh, promotion thing but if you want to hear him talk about how how Southampton is cold and he is getting used to football because the uh, the weather is different that's what he said he said when I played in Spain the weather is very different to England so I'm still getting used to it I don't think it's an exact quote but um, yeah he seems very fascinated on the the playing conditions Um, I'm trying to think of something else while I'm doing my team. But... I'm trying to think of centre-halves that we've got. <laughs> Should we just slow... Whilst your brain computes the idea of players that may or may not play, should we just start with yeah. who's going to go and goal? Do you think McCarthy will keep his place? Do you, think Harry, do you think Harry Lewis will play <laughs> against his old team? Harry, do you, remember the la- do you remember the last FA Cup game Harry Lewis played in, mate? Uh, we did lose 5 0 to Arsenal, so that's next Saturday. When he <laughs> he played against Norwich it. as well, didn't he? And he kept yeah, a clean he, sheet. So that was, uh, that was something. You forget yeah. the 2 2 draw when he conceded a penalty on his debut. That yeah. The... <laughs> and he played in he played in the 0 0 again. No, the 1 0 against one-nil. Norwich, where Shane, scored, Long. Shane Long scored in the 93rd minute or whatever. That was, was the, that was the yeah. most boring game of football I've ever watched. Hey, Shane Long scored. Well. It was a great game. Um, <laughs> right, are we all going to put Forster starts? You know, is Forster yes. a shoe in? Mm. Whilst, yeah. uh, whilst you write down your defensive backline, do you think it was sort of harsh that Forster got dropped after a clean sheet against Liverpool? You know, I know right. McCarthy was back fit, but it's, do you think it was a bit mean that he was he was taken straight out? He, he no, I don't he think he, I don't think he had a good no. game, so I don't think he deserved to stay in. I think that's what it comes down to. I I yeah I agree with Ollie in the fact that he he didn't do a lot. What he had to do, he did very well. He did. Apart from catching the ball, um, and he <laughs> he um, I he had a good game, but not enough to push McCarthy out because McCarthy's been brilliant this season, and yeah. I I wanted him straight back in. In all fairness, if I could have had the choice between the two, I would have gone with McCarthy straight back in. Right. Left back, you know, there's only really one option here, so unless you find someone completely random that I've never heard of. Are we all going Jake Vokins for the left fair. back? No, position? yeah, Jake Vokins again. Jamie, Ollie, are you in agreement that Jake Vokins? I, I agree. I think we I don't think we have any other choice, do we? No. I don't I don't oh, think we do. Is Bertrand banned for Shrewsbury or is he banned for the next Premier League? I'm pretty game? sure he's banned for Shrewsbury. I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure. Oh, that's just making that noise. Sorry. I, 
Domestic. Is someone is someone tapping or something? I can hear something going off. I don't know whether that's just me, but no, I think that's I think that's Jamie's, I think that's Jamie's phone. phone. I think, I think so. it's his, I think it's the notifications on his phone. Oh, he's not happy with that. Oh, he's dear. not happy with that. Sorry, yeah, I just heard it kept going off. No, I muted my mic. I have notifications going on. My mum's listening to music quite like bass on. Let me try to turn it down. Oh, oh right. is that what it is? <laughs> I thought I could hear something going. <laughs> Turn the right. bass off. Oh dear. Okay, so while Jamie asks his mum to turn down the tunes so it stops interfering with the podcast, it gives us a chance to consolidate our eleven. What? I thought we did a podcast then. I just don't remember he stopped. We're going again. Oh my god! Great. Right. I, I know you can't tell from when we're not recording to when we are recording, but we have actually picked up now and we're going again. So, do you want to tell us where we actually got to? I can't actually remember. So I think with left back, we went Vokins because he's the only available right. player that we have that has got any level of experience. So now we'll go to right back. You know, Valerie's not played since Norwich or starts the game since, I want to say Norwich away. Was that the last time he started the game? Yeah. Will he get an appearance in the League Cup? Will he get a start in the League Cup? Or is it going to be Kane Ramsey or, who, or whoever you want to play at left back, right back? I'll put Valerie. I'll put Valerie. Yeah, I was trying to find him in the wing though. Yeah. 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 Right to injury. Oh, I've talked to my mum, so I've done it, Harry. To be honest, but um, right back be Vokins. Uh, he plays on the left hand side. Left hand, right, mate. Left hand, right. Uh, right. I looked at his profile. Who's playing left back there, JV? Vokins as well, mate. Double, double pivot. What are you talking about? You're talking right. <laughs> the double pivot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All credibility is gone. You don't, you, don't you don't understand it, Ollie. You don't understand it. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, my technical knowledge is me. not there. Okay, <laughs> Harry, do you want to move this on? We'll just we'll move this on. You won't have to find his house down this time because he won't have a starting 11 to do so. That's a good thing. Well, I just know, so, so Jamie knows, the centre backs are normally Bednarek and Jack Stevens. That's who started oh. the last game. So, who are going to yeah. start at this game? I'm going to go first. That's I think they're going to say the same too. I, I don't think they're going to so change it. Yeah. I think, I think Stevens yeah. I think and Bednarek are going to stay in the centre. Is that what you took? Mikey says yes. Does Oli also say yes? Yep. Jamie I says do. yes as well as he drives. We'll go slightly further forward. Defensive midfielders now. Does James Walprowse and Diallo stay as the two, or have you switched up? Because for me, I think they're going to stay. I think Walprowse and Diallo are going to both start against Shrewsbury. How I have one change more out of hope than anything. Uh, I put Walprout and Jukovic because I put him last year and he didn't play and I want to put him this year and see if he does. Is it going to be like the Brighton situation where you always think yeah, they're going to get rid of every team are just going to keep it? He will play a game for Southampton. Unless he goes to Barcelona. Maybe, he, maybe he'll play for Southampton and relegate, relegate Brighton and it'll just be like... The only reason the why, another reason why I'm saying that is because in a press conference, Ralph did say that he's the next one that he's expecting to get through. He's he's the next one that he's expecting through that academy uh, system to come in. Is Jukovic fit? Because he wasn't on the bench last game. So I might no, that's the thing that I'm worried about. So yeah. <laughs> I've put him and I'm like, okay, I haven't seen his name come up in the last couple of weeks. But 
So I'm that, hoping yeah. he is. Otherwise, so definitely no correct thing. Sorry, that little chuckle was because I just saw John Stones has scored a brace, and I just found that funny. Uh, <laughs> no, he did that yes. against Panama at the World Cup as well. You know, you I, need to remember I this. think he should have taken the uh, penalty because otherwise he would have got a yeah. hat trick. Ollie, away from yes. Manchester City and World Cup football. No, can we stay on that actually? Because I was so close to bringing John Stones into my fancy, but I chose Diaz instead because I thought he was less droppable. Yeah, so I the fact honest. that, uh, what you brought John Stones in or you got Diaz in? No, I did the same thing as you. I bought Diaz, not Stonesy. Yeah, I thought I thought Stones more likely to get dropped, but he would have saved me half a mil and his brace at the moment. So. No, 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 okay. I bought in. Hey, I bought in. No, I bought in Jesus as my captain for this game <laughs> yeah. as well. Oh, bummer. Do you remember, well, we used to do a feature about fantasy football, so. There's going to be like 10 people that are triple captain John Stones, the clean sheet. Anyway, John Stones family. Wingers. Wingers. I put Armstrong and Brian Ferry. Teller. Brian Ferry. What's his name? No, I put Ferry. Will Ferry. Yeah. Will Ferry. There you go. There you go. I know someone who knows him. Great. I got Paulo and two wingers. Harry, what did you but put? Was... Yeah, I put um, Pendergon Small. I put Shane Long and Lindley. Get a little partnership going. And they come off the bench together in like the 80th minute when we're losing to Arsenal. Out of, out of Shane Long and Lindley, which one plays hold up? Which one gets in behind? I think Lindley oh. will hold it up. Oh, so I don't do... know. I think this is, it's something you can interchange, and I think that's the that's mm. the good thing that they're both with, with Che and Danny. It's very you kind of can tell a bit more, can't you? But uh, and then we used to have well, it used to be wait, what were the two partnerships? We used to have Danny Ings and Shane Long, and then Taylor Adams and Oba Fermi. That seemed like both the same, didn't yeah. it? A target man and a one that gets in behind. But yeah, it seems like I don't know. Oh, they could probably mix it up, can't they? It'd be interesting. If you had to, if you had, if you were a better man, what would you put on? Who to hold up? Who to get in behind? Shane Long to knock it on, and I'd say Alundalu probably is getting behind because I think nice. Shane Long can just get those flick-ons a lot more. Yeah, yeah, just a bit more of a presence. So we'll see after the Shrewsbury game who gets enough as most points. Like I've written it down, James quite clearly written it mm. down, and Ollie and Mikey would have certainly written it down as well. And we'll see you guys to do a score prediction for that game. You know, to wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, go on then. Do you think we're going to go through? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I'd like I don't to. know. Yeah. I'm going to go 2 0. Uh, We're going to win the game 2 0. I reckon 3 1. I think a 1 0 late winner, a bit like the Norwich game when Shannon scored. I'm not saying Shannon's going to score, Mikey, so they get excited. But I say Dan Indeloo's first goal for the club. You've got to go 3 0 Shane Long hat trick, I think. I think that's got to be what we're looking at here. <laughs> just say, um, the listeners out there, describe Harry's face right now. He's gone bright red oh, in anger. Hands clenched in his face. If, if I believe Shane Long's going to start, he has to score a hat-trick. And at some point, he may just well do it. Um, I wonder what the odds with, are on that. Shane Long to score a hat-trick any time in the game. I don't even have odds on it. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure if I ask Sky, Sky Bet, there are other better companies. Do you reckon you can request a bet? Give you like 500 to 1 or something. Shane Long scoring a hat-trick tonight. There, yeah. there must be something out there, surely. Okay, we'll have a look. Well, if you want to find out if we are able to actually find out what the odds are for that, then make sure you follow us on Twitter and we'll keep you updated on whether we find out if that bet is actually around. 
Um, <laughs> or if you want to get in contact any other way, you can email us. Why not? Not saintspridepod at gmail.com or you could... Yeah. What else could you do, Harry? What else could they do? Saints Prime on the Instagram. Make sure okay. to hit that up for the latest news. Just, just on that Science account. Yeah, yeah, we'll, just, we'll just keep it on that one. We'll just keep it there. <laughs> yeah, that's, don't overcomplicate it. Uh, and have I forgotten anything else, Jamie? Have I forgotten anything else or have I covered it all? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us get out there and push into the algorithm on Apple Podcasts. I really Ooh, appreciate that very algorithm. much. Have you learned a new word? Know, very fancy. Big brain today, mate. Nice. I went to, cool. I went to school. Sunday school. There we go. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much <laughs> as I did. <laughs> uh, have we got anything else to say? Or should we just say our goodbyes? I think it's time to wrap it up. Harry's had enough. Hey, man. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Bye, bye for me, Ollie. A Shane Long thing that's made of Come on, done. guys, say goodbye. At least be polite. Mm. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hey.